chapter 11, verses 1 through 3. Would to God ye could bear with me a little in my folly, and indeed bear with me. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear, lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Paul pulls out the big guns, if you will. <laughs> he lets them know that he is a true apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ. He was the one who brought them to Christ. He takes the time here to defend himself because he is jealous over them. He loves them. He is afraid that they will be beguiled by Satan, just as Eve was beguiled by his sub substitute. Paul knew how Satan worked, always trying to corrupt minds from the simplicity that is in Christ. All right, let's look at verses 4 through 6. For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit, which ye have not received, or another gospel, which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. For I suppose I was not a whit behind the very chiefest apostles. But though I be rude in speech, yet not in knowledge, but we have been th thoroughly made manifest among you in all things. Now Paul is forced to defend himself to them. He tells them that he is ranked among the best of the apostles. He was just as much as an apostle as any of the others. Just because he came as a tent maker and refused to take a salary from them did not mean he was not an apostle. He was every bit of an apostle as Peter was who received a salary from the Jerusalem church. All right, look at verses 7 through 9. Have I committed an, an, an offense in obeying myself that ye might be exalted because I have preached to you the gospel of God freely? I robbed other churches, taking wages of them to do you service. And when I was present with you and wanted, I was chargeable to no man. For that which was lacking to me, the brethren which came from Macedonia supplied. And in all things I have kept myself from being burdensome unto you, and so will I keep myself. Now, every person is worthy of his hire. If you work, you deserve to be paid. Paul charged the other churches to preach, but to, but to the Corinthian church, he chose not to charge them anything. Instead, he chose to work a physical job as a tent maker to support himself while he was with them. Now, let me, let me correct the word rob. When Paul said, I robbed other churches, in other words, he charged other churches to preach. He didn't literally rob them. The word rob here means he charged the other churches to preach. All right, let's look at verses uh, 10 through 15. As the truth of Christ is in me, no man shall stop me of this boasting in the regions of Achaia. Wherefore? Because I love you not? God know it. But what I do, that I will do, that I may cut off occasion from them which desire occasion, for wherein they glory they may be found even as we. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose ends shall be according to 
their works. Here we see Paul's purpose for not receiving a dime from them and the reason why he boasted about it. He was not bragging just to brag. That would have been wrong. He bragged rather to show them that he was indeed a true apostle because there were men calling themselves apostles of Jesus Christ and they were using the name of Christ to get rich financially. Why was it so important to Paul not to take money from the Corinthian church instead of another church? Well, it is because the Corinthian church was the best church to show his validation. Why? Because the Corinthian congregation was the richest of them all. And by not receiving a salary from the richest church or congregation, Paul stood out. How? Because this was the church that a lot of, of, of the false apostles would choose because they had a lot of money. This congregation was very rich. All right, let's look at verses 16 through 20. I say again, let no man think me a fool, if otherwise yet as a fool receive me, that I may boast myself a little. That which I speak, I speak it not after the Lord, but as it were foolishly in this confidence of boasting, seeing that many glory after the flesh, I will glory also. For ye suffer fools gladly, seeing ye yourselves are wise. For ye suffer if a man bring you into bondage, if a man uh, devour you, if a man take of you, if a man exalt himself, if a man smite you on the face. Paul gives them strong reproof here. He says, someone can come into them, put them under the bondage of the law. He can live off of them, exalt himself, smite them, and they will put up with that. They will take that kind of a treatment from a false teacher. Look at verse 21 and 22. I speak as concerning reproach as though we have been weak. I bet when in soever any is bold, I speak foolishly. I am bold also. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Paul says here, I can prove my genealogy. There was no doubt in his mind of who he was. Right, let's look at verses 23 and 24. He says, are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. In labors, more abundant. In stripes, above measure. In prisons, more frequent. In debts, oft. Of the Jews, five times received I forty stripes, saved one. Now, the Jews had a method in those days of delivering 39 stripes, and to prevent killing the person, they would apply 13 stripes on, uh, on one side, 13 stripes on the other side, and 13 stripes on the back. Paul experienced this kind of torture five times. He continues in verses 25 through 28. He says, Thrice was I beaten with rods, once was I stoned, thrice I suffered shipwreck, a night and a day I have been in the deep. In journeyings, often in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils by mine own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness, beside those things that are without, that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. Paul continues to describe his life as a minister of the gospel. He tells them of all the things he had gone through for the sake of Christ. On top of his physical persecutions, he had the care of all the churches, not just them, 
but, but the care of all the churches on his shoulders. And as you can see from this picture, Paul had an awesome dose of God's grace on his life. All right, let's look at verses 29 through 33. Who is weak and I am not weak? Who is offended and I burn not? If I must needs glory, I will glory of the things which concern mine infirmities. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is blessed forevermore, knoweth that I lie not. In Damascus, the governor under Aretas, the king kept by the city of the Damascenes with a garrison, desirous to apprehend me. And through a window in a basket was I let down by the wall and escaped his hands. Now we see clearly here that Paul was truly a man after God's own heart. 